shall we talk about social media at long last? The reason why I choose that topic is because mm. it's a huge part of my life and what I do. And I spend a lot yeah. of time there. How much has it played in your life? How much has it affected you and your relationships? Should we start this off with Facebook? I think Facebook was the first yeah, one sure. I ever joined. The big thing is the pros yeah. and cons of social media to you. I think it's it'll be cool to say kind of a slight history as well. Yeah, yeah, let's get into the history first yeah. and then you can go into yeah. that. Uh, I'm 13, 13th birthday I think it was, I got Facebook. And uh, I remember telling people at school, I, I got Facebook. And they were like, what, you know it's free, right? And I was like, no, I know it's free. I just because I'm 13, I can get Facebook now. I didn't really spend a lot of time on Facebook. Um, but I just kind of did it, you know, every every kind of day. I'll just kind of pop on, see what's, I don't know, what was happening. Most of it was just... I don't know if I went out to swear, but um, complete and utter shit. <laughs> it's like wading through shit is how I describe Facebook. Just kind of wading through your friend's shit to find more shit. Um, you mean like the posts like... that you see? Just like random things about what they ate for breakfast and stuff like that? Well, no, even that back then. It was just kind of like stuff that people would just, just say. I just didn't care. Just yeah. didn't care. That's why I like Twitter so much more, because you follow the people you want to follow. You don't just like see your friends just awful, stupid posts. Back from school. people would i think add me and then i would be like who is this person and then i would check mutual friends and see um and and see who they were basically and if they had mutual friends i'd be like oh maybe i do kind of recognize this person now uh this is going to be very off topic due to the rest of the conversation but um there was this one time when i was looking at mutual friends where i discovered basically um a phobia which has just made my life horrible really yeah i won't go into details or anything but basically this was the beginning of one of the worst seeds planted in my life i've ever experienced um okay and anyway, share as much or as little as you want I, that's all i'm gonna share to be honest okay this is this is the kind of secret that i don't tell anyone i understand even like the ones i love the most but to summarize it's, that it's literally it's it's a problem that lies in the mutual friends area and it made you not like social media for that aspect, or at least Facebook. It was, it was, it was, ba I basically saw this thing and I didn't realize it at the time. I was scared at the time seeing this thing, but um, I didn't realize it would branch off into a full-fledged horrible, horrible phobia. Okay. Um, sorry, I think the word I should use is crippling phobia because it is. Um, this thing, it deals with mutual friends, right? No, this was something they liked. They oh, okay. liked something, and that's why it came up. Came up. I think that's kind of a, a slight problem with social media. I've had this sometimes, just kind of, something just pops up, which is completely horrible, and it's just nothing you can do about it. It's just there, okay. just sometimes. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's here. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's great, now that I've seen that. But anyway, so um, I didn't, I kind of spent less and less time on Facebook, um, and not just because of that. I, didn't, I think just because I just didn't really enjoy it. I wasn't addicted to it which was good, and yeah, that um, is good. I remember uh, it came to a point where I just thought I'm just going to delete it. And I deleted it during the time when the entire, like, Facebooky thing was happening and everyone was deleting their accounts, you know, that sort of time. It wasn't anything to do with that. Just just thought, oh, might as well do it now. Better time than any. No time at the present was the thought back then. And then my Facebook was gone. Or so I thought. There's been... I actually do have a Facebook account now, but it was literally just made... To use the Facebook Marketplace. Are you um, done with Facebook now, and you move on to another social media, or do you have more to tell with Facebook? I mean, 
I've been thinking that one day, and I've been actually having dreams recently about just kind of people from secondary school and stuff. Most of it about people bullying me. But, um, I'm sorry I don't to know, that. I just kind of, uh, I, I reckon one day I will come back to it because I have a very, uh, I have a philosophy and that is life is a constant cycle of thinking how dumb you were five years ago. And I think I've just like changed just completely in the last five years, completely just become kind of a different person. I feel like I've put myself, I've modeled myself to be a better person as well. A person who is also more mature and I will be so, so very surprised if nobody else from school had also gone through that kind of change. I reckon there's a lot of people out there who, um, who have done that, who have gone through a kind of a change as well. And now they look at themselves back when they were at school and they just kind of think, wow, that's stupid or whatever. I was dumb or whatever. Because that's what I think. Yeah. So maybe one day I'll come back to Facebook. But not right now. And so we shall move on to, I mean, I just kind of got YouTube and Twitter. Those just kind of happened. I think Twitter was mostly used actually at the beginning for giveaways. I went to Twitter and YouTube and I just kind of, um, I managed to get addicted mostly to Twitter and also YouTube. And very recently I've been using Reddit and I've also become slightly addicted to that. My entire philosophy is with Twitter and these uh, social media right now that you, um, well, mostly Twitter and Reddit, because those are the ones I use the most in terms of how I'm talking, I'll explain. So basically when you're scrolling through one of these websites, it's just kind of a load of crap. But one at one point you will find something which is kind of like a a diamond in the rough i think is the word we're looking for kind of like uncovered just kind of something which is golden um and that's happened several times like on on discord it's happened a lot i don't even <sighs> discord is 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 amazing for connecting people together um but mostly the thing i've discovered is just kind of <sighs> sometimes i discover for example uh, there was um an artist called orla gartland I found on Twitter, there was a time when I uh, discovered um, more recently someone called uh, Lucas Risotto or Risotto, however you pronounce his name. I said that very, with such an English accent just now. <laughs> um, he um, he made this video called um, I Built a Real Life Time Machine or whatever. It sounds really clickbaity, but it is one of the greatest videos you will ever see. Please post it in the show notes. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, so when I first started with uh, Twitter, basically, because that's my first one. I didn't really understand how I should best use it. And so it just kind of started off with following every account under the sun that I was aware of. Like, every person who I was just kind of like, I know who that is. Yeah. Just kind of just... Uh, and, um... <laughs> Time for you to go to I'm, bed, mate. It is, it is, it is that alarm. I'm going to have to stop that one second. You should have an alarm go. for you to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. So, it's very British. Um, British. I don't think that's a British thing to do, necessarily. Anyway, as we were. So what I would do is I would just basically follow a load of accounts and then just kind of just scroll through them throughout the day. And it was just kind of, I didn't realize that at the time, but it was basically just a massive, massive time waster. Um, I remember being on holiday once, just, um, I probably spent like, I, mean, I think we went out for the day got back, spent like half an hour, like trying to scroll through, trying to get to the bottom so I could scroll all the way up and look at everything. But what ended up happening was, this seems, this seems to happen kind of increasingly more commonly. I went down one of my YouTube wells that I often go down about learning things. And what I learned was how there are different articles and stuff you can find online. And there's always, there's always going to be somewhere you can find something about this sort of information. But the important thing I've learned is that you need to just kind of 
just narrow it down to everything that's truly really important like there was just a load of stuff which i i there are some channels some some accounts i kind of felt like i almost had an obligation to follow for yeah some reason. i know what you mean by that one that's so it's so weird and so you realize that if you were to unfollow that person that would make no difference in your life it wouldn't like um so right now i've got to i remember i am when i discovered about this entire thing i narrowed down my the people i was following from like 500 to like 100 right now i'm around 100 um and it's kind of like a bite-sized amount to eat to eat to to scroll through every day unfortunately yeah. a, a a slight chunk of this is to do with looking for careers and stuff after i'm done with my apprenticeship which is always very annoying because 99 percent of it is awful just not awful the word i'm looking for is trash basically just stuff i don't care mm. about stuff i don't care about is the best way to put it yeah um rather than just trash <laughs> um but yeah i just i i narrowed it down so greatly to just people like comic artists and stuff like that people who could actually just you just scroll through and see something cool you know makes a difference that's in like, your life yeah i think that's it's a great thing you've done narrow everything down mm. you are addicted to which ones twitter and reddit i mean very light kind of addiction it's kind of like i okay. couldn't i don't think i could really stop using it it's like kind of like a oh i can stop anytime kind of thing okay that was the next question i was going to ask how you define addiction you just okay. use it a lot because then the next thing i'm asking is do you like that that you rely on it a lot um, i mean it, it can be handy to, to follow the sort of people who you're interested in but at the same time they just mostly just don't say the stuff you want to hear it's like when you when you i don't know about you but when you whenever you subscribe to like um a new website and it's like do you want to hear like deals and stuff and you think sure okay for the one percent chance that they'll say something's free at one point yeah um it's kind of i guess it's kind of like that and i've just been trying to narrow it down okay um but i feel like the number one thing which i i try to let people know is my dad my dad's the sort of person who does this a lot and um, that is whenever you're talking to other people or like in a social place the worst thing you can do is get out your phone and just so true just kind of because yeah. the idea is it's like oh i'm bored i'm gonna scroll through this i do it all the time okay i just want to point now but when i for example go outside in the garden or i'm having dinner with my family and stuff i don't bring my phone with me or my ipad or anything i just bring my water and we all just kind of you know talk that's good um and because because the, the entire idea is that one day they won't be there yeah exactly even if, even if they are that. people you don't really like which i'm very fortunate that i do like my family and the one day they won't be there and it, it's good that you spent as much time as you could around them rather than at the end regretting it because you thought oh probably shouldn't have just been scrolling through twitter or at the dinner table yeah and um my dad does this a lot and basically i've i've told him my point of view but um i think when it comes to this kind of thing you can't really the worst thing you can do is just keep reminding them because they already know it's it's like I can imagine this is kind of what it's like for teenagers. Their, their parents are always telling them, please don't use the phone at the kitchen table. And they think, wow, why are you both so boring or whatever? And um, and they just think, oh, but they don't understand why. I think that I think it's good to tell them once and why, and then they can make up their own minds as they go along. But it, life is about learning things yourself. And I don't feel like you can have someone tell you something and always learn it. Sometimes you can, and that's really cool. But something like this, it's kind of, 
I feel like I went through the experience of learning, of like of my own learning experience about it, rather than one person telling me to stop doing it. Because one person tells you, you don't have any idea except for that. You just kind of know whatever that person told you. But if you go down like one of my YouTube worlds of just kind of learning about all this kind of stuff, then you start to change how you interact with things. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what I've done with social media. Yeah, we just kind of, it will happen every single time we're at dinner or lunch. My my uh, my dad will basically just pick up his phone and start scrolling through and go back to his dinner. You know what's interesting there? It's like the roles are reversed. Yeah, You're a kid, he's an adult, yeah. he's the one on yeah. his phone, you're the one telling him to get off of it. Mm, exactly, yeah. And you're right about um, that about like having free will and making those choices yourself because then it becomes stronger mm. as a friend you want to help them but there's a certain point where like sometimes you do help them and it feels nice as you say and other times you need to let them make the decision on their own mm. the reason for that reminds me of fitness you can only motivate them to an extent but the true motivation the long-lasting motivation comes from within from them asking mm. themselves questions and answering them themselves so you can tell them to do something as much as you want, but if they don't truly believe it and they don't find it within themselves, they're not going to do it. Mm. Maybe it takes a tragic event like a kid losing one of her one of her parents to realize that they're not around forever, so then they won't have their phone out anymore. There's an episode of Black Mirror, which is kind of about that. You know, I've watched um, Black Mirror. I'm not really sure which one you're talking about, though, but I, I, I can won't see that. go into spoilers, but there was an episode basically about kind of social media and stuff and i think it was quite a poignant episode but i think i think critics were quite well critical about it for some reason um but i remember watching it and just kind of thinking that's very true but at the time i almost i also kind of knew the lesson it was trying to tell me um black mirror is all about showing the negative effects of technology i think doesn't it mm. oh yeah that's that's yeah yeah and there's a lot of truth mm -hmm. to that in real life there is a lot of negative things to it it's a lot of positives too like you know us meeting becoming friends yeah yeah like just just absolute flukes like that you know people aren't exactly dying left and right over technology like they are in black mirror <laughs> but <laughs> their relationships are definitely suffering and and not blossoming as much as they normally would because of technology i feel like people on their cell phones when they're out and about and they should have them put away i mean yeah i mean like when you when you're walking along with people and stuff just like here there's always just people I mean, even if I look outside my window, sometimes I can hear people talking or whatever, and I look outside, and it's like several people walking yeah. along, kind of on their phones. And I think the only exception you can ever get to, give to that rule is when you've got a neutral kind of, um, like, you're both looking something up or whatever, yeah. so it kind of adds to the conversation you're both that having. That makes sense. And not just, you know, trying to prevent each other from talking properly. I remember this one person telling me, yeah, I remember a time when... People would get on their phones when they were next to each other at a cafe. But now when I drive, I see it on the road now. I look to my side and I see the driver on their phone. And that's when you know that there's something wrong with that. And I was just thinking of all the times I've seen that personally. And I was like, you know what? This guy's right. I've literally seen drivers on their phones too now. I think a lot about kind of logical things, especially kind of recently. I just think it's just a lot about different things. And one of the things I've been thinking about was... um. I can I reckon one day many years from now we'll kind of look back and be like wow that was the the, the time when everyone was just addicted to social media you know and wow I'm so glad this happened to prevent it from happening kind of like I don't know before we discovered penicillin or something it's like wow imagine what life would have been like before we discovered germs and stuff you know well you do see some alerts now on 
websites and apps that give you a warning like hey it's time to get off now i've spent put this that much on time my phone on my ipad recently um i actually i tried to put oh, it on you? youtube on my phone but it didn't work um it's it's, a, it's an apple screen time thing um and i then decided to try and put it on reddit on my ipad but every time the screen comes up i just just give myself some extra time <laughs> um mm. yeah that's useful though i mean how many people really use that i wonder but years. what i really wonder yeah. is why are people on their phones when they're with other people that they can interact with which is a higher form of interaction well when people are kind of on their phones and stuff it's because it is literally more entertaining than whatever they have because whatever they have together is just it's just always going to be there from their point of view and i don't think they quite realize this yet that it is important to be with each other rather than just like on social media the whole time if i may also add something in which is kind of irrelevant but i think it's kind of interesting and that is when you're on your phone and then you do whatever and then you lock the screen you may not always realize it but you have got essentially a black mirror right there you can kind of see a reflection of yourself after you're finished on your phone and yeah. i think that's kind of just poignant in its own little way uh like it's daunting it, it's kind of just like it, it's like well i've spent all this time on my phone and now i can kind of look at myself and just kind of reflect sort of thing and how i'm spending my time i i, I guess yeah i mean i didn't really put any specific meaning on it but if you want to give it meaning like that then sure go yeah. ahead uh <laughs> no i have um, those little moments in time where i'm just like observing something mm. just thinking about like how what i've just done has impacted my life um, it took me time to realize that that was not the thing I wanted to do. And people who are doing this will also have to take time to realize that is not the sort of thing they want to do. So you don't really want to do social media. you rather have those in real life interactions. I mean, you say in real life. The, only cl the closest thing I'm going to get to in real life is Discord. But <laughs> technically, yes. No, you have um, a family, though. You I talk mean, yeah, to yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, when, recently I've been on kind of calls with people at work and stuff. Like, I'm just kind of glad I don't have a webcam because it's kind of just an excuse that whenever they're talking about something I don't care about, I can just kind of just go on my phone. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's just like, yep, yeah, 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 it's just, yeah, you carry on talking about stuff. Maybe that's why some really people get on their phones to escape reality, like a yeah, boring conversation. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe I, that's I, the other yeah. thing, man. Maybe people are on their phones a lot because they don't like their lives. It's like video games. It's a form of escapism. escapism. Mm. Um. I have a friend who, actually, a colleague, rather, who um, we've mentioned this entire thing to each other, and they've mentioned that when they go out with their friends, they do this kind of game thing where they put all the phones to the side, and the first person to touch their phone has to pay for the dinner. Oh, I've heard about that game. That's so cool. I've never seen anyone do it in real life, or <laughs> no. I haven't done it, but it sounds fun. It, it, it does seem like a good idea. Just sitting there three hours later. Wondering who's going to take the first touch. <laughs> if most people looked at their phones and social media as work, I don't think they would be on it as much. Because what I do is... People do work. People do emails and stuff on the train. Every time I look at that, I think, why are you doing work in your own time? Okay, so I guess in some, in some cases, yeah, I guess when people do use it as work, they're on it like all the time. But for me, I view it as work but then once i'm done the work i'm off of it then and i go to things that i really enjoy sure there are times when i'll get lost in that tunnel and go down the search tunnel 
whether it's on Instagram or YouTube. But usually, once I'm done, then I'll go back to editing my next video or getting content from my next video. So whether it's making fitness or gaming. Yeah, I like to stay productive. It's This is another topic right here, but that's how I deal with stress. Because when you're busy with something, focus on a goal that helps you deal with any adversity you have. Because you know where you're going. Your, your momentum, your... All, all your energy, like your spiritual, emotional, mental, physical energy is all going someplace. Once that's stagnant, I feel like it can be tampered with more and affected more when you're still. So I like the way, uh, sorry, <laughs> this is irrelevant, but you're saying, when you say still, I'm, I've got a sit slash stand desk, I'm standing up at it right now, I'm just kind of swaying <laughs> side to side. Well, I'm not still at all. Um, you kind of remind me of the entire idea of I think there's this, this example, whatever it is, of you have this jar and you put like sand and balls and stuff in it. You have to put stuff in in a certain order so that you kind of come out with everything is balanced, like you know, family and work and whatever you have. Um, yeah, and it sounds like you just kind of got that in the bag. That's that's great. Yeah. Um, I think probably fitness probably helps with that quite a lot. Um, it does, but I don't yeah. actually have everything in the bag. My fitness and gaming, like balancing those two, is really hard to do. But I will say I'm at the best place it's been, though, with that balance. That's good, yeah. There's a, there's a few things I wanted to mention, and that is there were times when I've had just constant notifications. Like every, like every day I would wake up and I would like 30 minutes of notifications flick through. Did you like that and, or not like that? Um, a lot of people would look at that and be like, yes, I'm popular. I'm, this is amazing. It, it feels great. I mean, it's never about me. It's never about me, so... After watching all these videos and things, I've discovered that's not the best thing to do. Like, what I tend to do now is I have, like, a few notifications on for certain people who are just kind of, I need to just, I need, I actually kind of, they're mostly the career stuff sort of thing. Hmm. I remember I had probably, probably a hundred notifications on at one point, and then I turned it down to, like, now I've got, like, five. Um, I think you're actually one of them. <laughs> I'm blessed. Um, yeah. I'm honored. Yeah, so, I had a few friends who I had notifications on for. Um... And um, and I feel like when I stopped doing that, that was almost kind of like an empty feeling. Like sometimes I would wake up and there would be like no notifications, and you just think, was was my was my internet turn off during the night or something? <laughs> um, and um, no, it wasn't the case at all. Just kind of just didn't get a lot of notifications, and it's it's very strange doing that. You have a very online life. Like you do a lot of things online. I do. And when you have it any other way, yeah, I mean, it has a lot of amazing things to it. When you wake up, sometimes you don't have any notifications, and you think, "Is my internet off?" It's almost like I think your notifications is your way of connecting with the world and feeling connected with everyone. I guess I think it's kind of also habitual, kind of like when you see you don't have anyone yeah. saying anything over the night. It's kind of like oh. But it's yeah, a social aspect, stop. and maybe that's healing too, because you feel like you're not alone. You feel with other people. Um, maybe, maybe like um, subconsciously, but it's like on the surface level, it's literally just like oh, lots of things to sift through. I remember I used to have this kind of strange problem. I think I still do when um, if there's a lot of notifications, and I just kind of like select one, my notification center will just make all the rest of them just disappear. It's just the gamble whether or not that would happen. Hmm. It was really annoying. I had to, sometimes I took pictures of my notifications just so I could kind of go through them all and see what was going on. Um, but it's basically a point of once you turn them off, you don't care that you've lost them. It's hmm. 
uh, yeah, and, and it's like, understand that you don't have any obligation whatsoever to see what any of these people are posting. Um, just basically make sure that your well-being is the number one thing, and that's probably what everyone just hears and thinks, ugh. But, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are caught up in the race of trying to get more followers and more statistics on everything, and mm. you're different in that you say it's not about me. When I asked you, like, do you feel popular and you get all these notifications, you said, well, it's not about me. That's, like, really interesting right there. I, I mean, I didn't really think about it that way. I was just kind of like, because it because I don't yeah. because I don't get people liking and retweeting my stuff. It's rare that that well, yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed you're more of like a consumer than a producer, mm. and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, you use it for learning and a lot of career oh, stuff. Yeah. See, the way I look yeah. at things w- was like getting more popular, and my battle was detaching myself from like those likes, views, and comments to not be so close to it, but to realize it's there. And yes, I'm trying to get more popular, but realize like the important things in life and grow, but also keep your mentality intact and not get too caught up with everything. And that's kind of my situation. Your situation is interested in that you're learning from everyone, but when you don't have a lot of these notifications, in the end, it doesn't really matter for you because it's you, you know to prioritize your well-being. I think it's a really good step, like a really good mindset you actually have there towards social media. I mean, I'm always at a point where I'm trying to do the best thing possible. To quote um, Edward Richthofen in a really off-topic video about Trey posted, and that was, um, my name is Edward Richthofen, and I've been trying so very hard to do the right thing. If anyone listening to this doesn't know what I'm talking about, which is going to be a lot of people, if there's a lot of people listening, then that's interesting. Um... Anyway, probably that quote cut that is bit from out. Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> Let, let's cut. Should we cut that bit out? And no, let me hear it again. You should say okay. the quote again. Right. Okay. So, idea is, um, there is a quote. So, there's a quote from Call of Duty Zombies, but I kind of just narrow it down to, mostly, um, I'm trying so very hard to do the right thing, and that's just kind of in everything, to be honest. Like, um, I've been trying to, I've been trying really hard to be like a good person and just kind of do certain things kind of have schedules do certain things correctly you know yeah all that kind of stuff um and i remember actually um i was also looking at something recently can't remember what exactly it was but it mentioned detox and the entire idea is um one day every month what you should do is you should switch everything off and basically just allow yourself to literally just have yourself and some books and maybe like some pen and paper or something i think it was and the idea is is that you basically just spend a day being bored so that when you come back to everyday life it's just kind of like everything's a lot more exciting you know because because everyone always says oh live you live every day like it's your last and it's like i mean nobody does that and you can't really do that unless yeah. you have a good perspective <laughs> i've never done that actually i've never done my detox but it sounds like a really good idea I think it's hard to be bored, like, in general. Do you get bored at all? I've been getting bored increasingly more commonly recently, yes. Um, but there's always something to do, though. There is. It's crazy. I feel like it's worth mentioning now that we're talking about this kind of stuff, but when you're scrolling down, like a miner's kind of scrolling down or up or wherever you go, I don't know about you, but it's kind of, you start to feel like a different feeling. Yeah, you like you feel I mean? like you can't control yourself, right? It, it's kind of like the feeling of of like you feel entertained i guess by what you're by scrolling down but at the same time 
you know it's just after you're done with this you're gonna struggle to do anything productive whatsoever it's just yeah exactly because you're just in that zone honestly scrolling down it's kind of like eating a chocolate bar when you take that first chunk and it tastes so good and you just can't stop and you just keep eating it but it's not that and you know it's not that good for you i guess um (laughs) that's how i kind of feel um (laughs) i can imagine you probably feel more guilt when you're eating chocolate than (laughs) because you um you are so healthy you're a beefcake (laughs) i have to look the part you know if people are going to take fitness uh tips from me (laughs) it's like i've been having a lot of dinners with um i say a lot this happens all the time um i have dinners with my family and uh, sometimes my nan um because I eat so much, especially recently, for some reason, <laughs> last like a year or so, I just eat just a ton, and I just eat everything left over and whatever. I don't like to waste things. And my nan asks me, "Oh, I don't, I don't, she says, I don't know where he puts it." And I go, "Nan, I put it, I put it in my legs. <laughs> These are a year in the making, nan." Because <laughs> um, my legs are quite kind of, I think the word is probably like kind of like chunky, kind of muscly because of mm. a year of running. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like the leg slap. <laughs> no, I'm laughing how you called your muscular legs chunky. Ch- chunky. <laughs> chunky. Get, 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 the, get the vowel right. <laughs> I believe that's the word for it. Chunky. Chunky. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I feel like you've you've almost drained me of social media knowledge. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, it's just interesting hearing your social media story. And uh, maybe it was therapeutic for you too to realize what you've gone through. That's what people have said to me in the past. Potentially. Um, I feel like it's usually it feels a bit time, kind of time wasty when I tell people about things like this just because I tell just so many people these stories well people here in this will learn some things though I hope so I think mm-hmm. they'll take away from it that improving yourself is a good way to detach from social media addiction and it's helped you a lot and to not follow tons of people or feel obligated to do so but to follow ones that are really useful and at the same time, keep in mind that if they were to unfollow everyone, they wouldn't really miss it and feel too changed. But it's important to follow some crucial ones, though. And all that is like really useful stuff for everyone to hear and to not have your phone out in front of uh, others like because you're going to miss an experience. The first point you said there, like the entire thing about just kind of trying to best myself doesn't always really apply to social media. I think it's worth mentioning that. That's just kind of mostly something i want to do about myself yeah but in terms of social media it's kind of just like um i remember there was this one time when i was just kind of i was in kind of such a mood of making sure i spend as little time as possible on my phone i remember i used to always look at look at it at the end of the day thinking how have i spent an hour and a half on my phone today i don't, I don't know how i do it I, yeah. I i think i think it, it happens because um like i listen to youtube and stuff to as music for example like, I mean, recently I've been listening to a lot more podcasts when I'm doing different things. Like, uh, when I'm, like, when you're taking a shower, you can't really listen to a podcast because you dr- it's hard to hear the voice. But when I'm doing other things, like going to bed and stuff, I've been listening to podcasts. Hello Internet has been just strangely comforting to listen to. But except for that, the entire thing, I think you should take away from this entire thing, from what I've learned, especially, and that is, it doesn't matter. I, I think that's one of the things you could take away. Just kind of, it doesn't matter to just follow all these things and stuff. It's just, it's just, it's no point. It's just, oh yes, let me look at this plate of dinner or whatever, or let me look at these looking, these these beautiful looking buildings that someone kind of posts every day. It's like I, you don't need to see that. 
Yeah. Why do you even need to see that? You just you don't. And once you unfollow them, you realize that although you might have a slight empty feeling, you just she just, just, shouldn't care. Just yeah. How how much did that even impact you? Like it just kind of. It I mean, matter. at the same time, do what you want to do, right? I try to be open minded and accepting. You might have some kind of reason to do that kind of thing, and I, and I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just trying to. Just trying to open. I just want to try and open people's minds as much as possible because that seems to be the best thing to do, from what I've learned. When you're pulling down, for example, on the refresh button, that's meant to mimic um, a slot machine. There's like there's, there's a lot of in very interesting stuff that you can know about. Wow. And, uh, and also, for example, um, my my social media apps are in a folder on the third page of my phone. Um, not all of them, mind you. But Twitter's there. Although the problem is about doing that is it doesn't really matter because you usually just habitually go and look there nonetheless. Um, like right now I'm looking at this, 97 people I'm following. I'm mostly following people who I'm genuinely interested by or can kind of tweet interesting things yeah. rather than... I, I remember like once I was following Rocky Gervais just because, oh, I know Rocky Gervais. But at the end of it, I just kind of realized... I mean, he just kind of posts the same kind of junk every day, but I didn't quite realize that. No spite to you, of course, Mr. Gervais. Um, I, if you were, if you happen to come across Adam Hart's <laughs> podcasts, um, no, <laughs> no, no, um, uh, foul meaning to you, sir. But um, I just kind of realized I don't need to look at any of that. Just, I don't. You know, when you said when you scroll down, it's like mimicking a slot machine. When you when you when you pull down. Yeah when you pull down a lot of social media is designed like oh, yeah. like casinos oh yeah it's yeah. crazy I mean, it's, it's designed to be addicted the colors and, and everything well like the instagram home it like is tailored toward what you look at a lot it's like walking into a casino it's hard to leave them sometimes there are interesting things but on the most part i am severely wasting my time youtube is my worst one it is by far because i just kind of don't feel any kind of obligation to restrict what i'm looking at i feel like um, there's all those stuff I don't really care to see, but I don't really do a lot about it. It's also kind of the first tab I see when I open up my computer. I've got three pin tabs. Um, one of them is buying train tickets. One of them is my daily schedule, which I always don't look at. You never look at your daily schedule. <sighs> that schedule. I made a schedule a short while back, and um, no, a while back I was thinking at this point. I just haven't really abided by it too much. Um, Same here though. I made one. Yeah. I just don't bother opening up in my notes. No, I mean I've got a chain method thing. Which is very helpful. Um, uh, Shall I go into what the chain method is at this point? Yeah, let's see. So the idea is you want to make a habit, okay? Okay, should we make this kind of like an advert? Like, hey, you, you want to make a habit? Adam, you got to respond. Oh, oh yeah. Try again. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Go ahead. Hey, you, you want to make a habit? Oh boy, yeah. Oh, well, that's absolutely splendid, Adam. Well, what you got to do is you got to get your calendar open or whatever thing you want to do. You can have a calendar. You can have a uh, Google Sheets. I've got Google Sheets. I've set it all up. It's great. It's magnificent. Um, react. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just... You sound like Rick and I you're, feel like You're, you're so awful right at being a viewer here. I, I feel <laughs> like... I feel like I'm Morty right now and you're Rick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the idea is every day you do this habit, you put an X on that calendar, you tick it off. So today, Monday, I decided to, I was going to say something rude. 
Just, just say it. <laughs> I'll avoid that. So today, Monday, I decided to uh, go to sleep on time. Go to sleep at the correct time. And that's a tick on the calendar. And so every day I do this thing. I'm like, okay, that's another tick. And so the idea is you are not getting yourself to um, make your habit. You're getting yourself to not break the chain. Ah, because... Okay. It's a psychological thing. I'm kind of nice. like swaying back and forth as if I'm a magician. Right. <laughs> and also, you, <laughs> sound, you sound like P- Mr. Poopy Butthole. That's who I was thinking of. Ooh-wee! Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh-wee! You get your calendar out. Ooh, I Ooh-wee! Got my calendar! <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, and then that right, so the idea is it's a psychological thing you, you feel like you don't want to break the chain you, it's not about the habit it's about the chain you don't want to break the chain okay and this um when i first started it it kind of worked it worked with a, with a few things you just have to make sure you look at it on a daily basis except for that i also have um i'm writing a grateful thing it's like i'm grateful for every day and i'm also oh i heard every day. that helps yeah. a lot does it help you a lot uh, to some extent, I don't really care though. I've I've been feeling a little bit dull recently, but that just kind of happens. Things happen. It sucks. Um, I heard you're supposed to do that at the end of the day. I'm sorry. Actually, no. I think people do it at the beginning and end of the day. Right? What they're grateful for. That is a smart idea, right? Because the beginning of the day puts you in a good mood for the start of the day, and the end of the day puts you in a good mood throughout the night when your mind is still working on those things that you last thought of yeah hopefully not dreaming about secondary school bullies like me (laughs) um you know anyway you know this might help you in that aspect like on that point that everyone has actually been bullied like literally everyone has been bullied i would argue that you have to go through hardships to kind of come out a better person most of the time but carry on everyone gets made fun of for everything in school they honestly do if you're a completely normal person, there's nothing wrong with you, you're going to get made fun of for being normal. School's a strange place. Like, literally, everyone has been bullied, man. It helps you know that you're not alone, and there's other people that have gone through that. Oh, I mean, I mean, the idea that everyone always faces is they just kind of think they are alone. And no matter how many, how many yeah. times people tell you that, the, the best thing you can do with those people is actively try and help them. Like, actively yeah. just kind of distract them from the horrific nature of life. <laughs> And the impending doom of the universe. Entropy. I feel like it's worth mentioning that although you can get sucked down these entire rabbit holes of just uh, terrible stuff, there are always diamonds in the rough, which can really, really help. I've learned some really valuable things from looking at YouTube. I've watched a bunch of stuff about like writing and whatever, and I've learned so much that I couldn't have done if I didn't have access to like YouTube, for example. So although it has been a massive time waster, I have learned so many valuable lessons from looking at that kind of stuff. And I think as long as you follow the right people for you, people who you don't feel any kind of strange obligation or anything to follow, then you can also yourself find a great source of information and valuable resources from what you're looking at. All right, man. Um, well, thanks for the nice closing statement. We have just passed over an hour. Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> No, really. It has been so great hearing your story and thanks, just man. everything, man. Thank you so much for coming it's on. Been We've been an wanting... absolute pleasure. I'm talking over yeah. you. I'm talking over no, you. No, no, you're fine. Talking uh, all over it. <laughs> Ooh, look at me go. <laughs> you sound like... I should... I, 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 I would... When, when I think about making podcasts and things, I like to try and be... You know, like when I was doing that advert with the chain method? Sort yeah. Of thing. 
that's the sort of way I think I should be acting rather than just this kind of strange kind of regular voice I'm putting on. But thank you so much, Robot. Thanks for coming on. We've been wanting to do this for a little while now. So I'm glad oh, we finally yeah. got together. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Adam. Hey, man, I'm glad I've met you, man. Love you, man. No hurry. Bro. I love you too, bro. All right, we're going to close this out now. Uh, can I just say one last thing? And yeah, sure. Lots of love. i just like to say that to everyone. So lots of love. Have a really good old swell, splendid day or night or week or whatever have you. Maybe next week if you're late at night on a Sunday at this current moment. Bye-bye. Wherever you guys live, wherever you are, thank you for listening. <laughs> All right, we are done. That closes it out. What a beautiful oh, outro. Let's go. Out.